This is the Cape Drive time. It is a Tuesday all day. I'm Shafiq Morton. Asalaamu Alaikum. Coming up, uh, Parliament to, to decide on public protectors' fate. What role does SAPRA play? Weekly economic report. And after five, U.S. proposes an interim government in Afghanistan. Why don't Drive you stay with us? 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. MPs will today vote on whether to consider a report by an independent panel, uh, con- which uh, consisted of government uh, members, by the way, uh, which found there's prima facie evidence against the public protector's um, performance and her misconduct. In recent days, divisions amongst ANC MPs have come to the fore. We now chat to lecturer at the Department of African Studies at Nelson Mandela University, Dr. Insa Kalelo, and breakfast. Welcome. Thank you very much, This is all up in the air, isn't it? Um, we had uh, the Concord, I think, earlier today saying that things must go ahead, that uh, Public Protector Basisio Makabani, no deal. The court, the parliamentary probe must carry on. Caucus meeting of the ANC addressed by none other than our Minister of, of Minerals. Um, Gwedi Mantashe and then of course we've had um, the RET faction uh, people such as Kebi Mapazzo um, famous MK veteran who blew his own hand up and a couple of other um, Zuma acolytes saying that they are not prepared to vote against the public protector including Ace Magashuli so what we're looking at right now I'm sure you'll agree is a bit of a mess of course um, I think this uh, signifies that the ANC um, doesn't function as a unit. Um, and, and, and also this uh, speaks to the issue of absence of party discipline. Because in a normal organization, if um, a position has been pronounced by the party, all and sundry is expected to toe the line. But what is interesting is that before the ANC had pronounced its position through the chief whip, Ace Mahashula decided unilaterally, you know, to communicate um, on behalf of his faction, you know, um, to the, the members of parliament in terms of how they should vote. Uh, and I think that is uh, very concerning because, I mean, it should never have happened um, because he, he doesn't speak on behalf of a faction when he speaks. He speaks on behalf of the party. But this speaks to the issue of uh, divisions within uh, the ANC. So I think those people who are aligned to the forces of RIT will not vote um, for the motion of no confidence against the public uh, protector. Because let's face it, when she um, ascended to power, she prioritized cases that were affecting people who are aligned to uh, Ramaphosa. That has always been her political mission. That's why at some point... She was described as someone who's acting in bad faith and so on. Um, so they, they they have benefited out of um, some of her political uh, maneuverability because um, most of her findings have been basically uh, affecting uh, people who are, are not part of the um, RIT. Yeah, in fact, uh, Fakili Mbalula, 
uh, texted the other day that Miss uh, um, Makabani was a hired gun, which didn't please uh, the Magashuli faction, that was for sure. They were very angry. Do you think early this afternoon at the caucus meeting that Grady Mantasha was sent to crack a whip? Yeah, but I mean, it's it, 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 it's it's no use to crack the whip in theory, not in practice, because under normal circumstances, people like Carl uh, Nehaus, who's the other guy, uh, I don't want to uh, describe him in a bad way, Mapaswa. Uh, those people they should have been suspended long time ago. Yep, they should have. You know what I mean. But now they are allowed to say whatever they want to say in public, and yeah, it, it makes no difference what uh, Gwede Mantashe says if if there is no um, uh, disciplinary action that is going to be taken against them um, in practice. Yeah, look, I mean, Kibi Mapatsu, he of yes, MKMVA yeah. fame, um, I'm very cynical about him, unfortunately, and I'm a journalist, I can say that, but um, he uh, openly said, has openly said this week he is not going to vote uh, um, against uh, um, Ms. Makabani. And to me, what is significant here is that he is, uh, it's the first time I've heard ANC MPs standing up and swimming against the stream with such arrogant confidence because in the past if you would have done that your head would definitely have rolled of course um so so it shows that the senator doesn't go but also it shows that there's no unity within the nc <laughs> there is no unity. i mean if, if if people can say whatever they want to say and no disciplinary action is taken against them then there's no organization you know it means that people can do as they please uh, yeah, it's, it's really quite sad. I think the most disappointing aspect of, of all of this, because what ultimately has at stake is the integrity of the country, the integrity of mm. a Chapter 9 institution. Mm. And here we have certain individuals, and they don't seem to be a majority, although they can certainly upset the majority, walking around... Um, addressing agendas that are actually, at the end of the day, destructive to the country right now, because they are the are the cutting edge of what we used to call state capture. Well, of course. I mean, I can say this without any fear of a yeah. contradiction, that the public protector should uh, operate without favor, fear, or prejudice. She should not serve the interests of a particular faction within the ANC. She is not the public protector of uh, the forces of RET. She is the public protector of South Africa. So I think it is unprofessional and uncalled for for her to you know, behave in a way that she has been uh, behaving, you know, because her office demands that she becomes uh, impartial um, in terms of how she conducts herself. I mean, where I think she really shot herself in the foot was her report on the whole ABSA saga, you know, apartheid investments. Um, to make a report and then in the report to, to, to say judgmental things as a public protector, uh, to recommend government policy, mm. I nearly fell out of my chair when I saw that. That is not the, the function of a Chapter 9 institution. You lay the facts on the table mm. and people mm. take it from there. And to me, that 
was uh, the downward spiral for sure because there her colors were nailed to the mast in the most brazen of fashions. It was gobsmacking the way that she actually did it and ended up um, having to go to court and the court obviously ruling against her integrity on the matter. Well, of course, I mean, that, that, that's not the only case. There have been other cases. Oh, yes. Where, yeah, she's been found uh, wanting and uh, described in a bad way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, on that one, uh, with regard to the APSA issue, it was quite clear that she was arguing through the lenses of radical economic uh, transformation in terms of nationalization of uh, a reserve bank and so on. Yeah, it's, it's quite sad, you know, that a, a, a person who functions on behalf of a Chapter 9 institution can uh, behave like a politician as opposed to being a, a professional uh, that is uh, impartial. Yeah, to me it seemed as if she just simply didn't understand what a function was there, because if she would have issued a proclamation or a statement based on the facts, based on the law, I think, to be honest, APSA would have gone down in flames. They really would have. But she gave them she gave them an escape route by being um, a politician instead of the public protector. Exactly, exactly. No, because she's on a political uh, mission, you know, to defend the interests of uh, certain people. That, that's why she's been behaving the way she does. How much longer do you think she can last? Because um, the, the admin, I mean, the, the ANC is already toxic. The office of the public protector, I'd hate to be working there right now. It must be terrible um, with all the, the shenanigans that's going on right now. I, I, I think it's going to come down to numbers, you know, because I think parliament is about 400 members. So to get rid of it, uh, you need about 256 members. And the EFF, uh, I don't think that they're going to vote uh, against uh, the DA. They, uh, they, they are the ones who brought the matter to they'll vote against it and some uh, faction within the ANC. So it will come down to, to numbers. But yeah, let's, let's hope that everything goes according to plan so that our democracy can be uh, protected. Yeah, the funny thing is, in, in this particular case, I think the South African public are going to be disappointed in the numbers because my personal view, you can comment on that, is I don't see um, the Assembly voting her against mm -hmm. her. Um, it's going to be noisy. Um, it's going to emo be emotional. There's going to be lots of shouting and finger-pointing and finger-poking and um, the, uh, uh, the, the, sort of the, the speaker having to calm people down. But I think at the end of the day, the EFF is going to vote against it. And I think there's enough... Um, people within the ANC to also vote against it. So I think it, it might be a close call, but I think she's going to squeak home. No, of course, I, I, I agree with your uh, characterization. Uh, I think it, 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 that is going to be the outcome. I, I don't think that they'll be able to get rid of it. I also think it, it could be a, a, um, a watershed event for the ANC itself. Um, because we might now have an indication of exactly what is the balance of power within the ANC. How slender is uh, the support that uh, Sorum Aposa enjoys? Could this slender support explain his um, soft approach that he's had to take? I think a lot of things, we're going to learn a lot of things from this afternoon. No, of course. I mean, and, and also we are going to learn that this. A uh, softy, softy approach of Ramaphosa on serious matters doesn't help, um, and that the unity that he 
is trying to to enhance within the ANC is a mission impossible. I mean, you can see that the forces of um, RIT are on a mission to push their own agenda. Um, they are not on a mission to uh, contribute to the unity of uh, ANC. And nor for the for the for the for the good state of the nation either. Of course. Um, do you think, uh, last question, that if Sir Ramaphosa has got absolutely nothing to lose for the sake of the country, that if he, ju- he should just sort of bring out his guns and start blazing, um, maybe if he shows strong leadership, no-nonsense approach, maybe a lot more members will step into line when they see that he's got teeth and he can bite? I think he's trying his level best um, to get the job done in terms of the political uh, reforms that we have seen on uh, NPA and other uh, security uh, forces, I think we've seen some good things. Um, but I think he's getting a backlash or he's hamstrung uh, by his own people, you know, who are leading a, an onslaught um, against him. So I think the, 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 the devil is within, you know, the ANC, the threat that uh, is being posed to him doesn't come from outside, but it comes from within the agency. Yep, uh, certain interesting days lie ahead. Dr. Insakilelo, breakfast, lecture Nelson Mandela University. As always, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, sir. Drive time.